Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Do you like Bush? I prefer shave, but nice. We were just talking, we were just talking about Bush earlier. So here I'm like, back, I'm like back and forth on it. We actually have some right here for you. <laughs> oh, you were actually, I thought you were talking about the band Bush. <laughs> That's why I was like, shave. You were talking about Bush Bush. Yeah, we were actually talking about Bush. This is a little more animated Bush, but you can wow. see the Bush right here. It's animated Bush. I respect it. Yeah. Hey, don't don't ruin, don't ruin the magazine. Oh, sorry. Are those from my house? <laughs> Welcome back to the Good Boys Podcast. Yoo-hoo. We have Zane Hijazi. No, I'm kidding. We have Keith Urban. Thank you. All right, last time we got Heath Hussar, the main star of Unfiltered Podcast. I don't know about that, but... Uh, and our hey friend. Guys. How are we doing? Our, our very close friend. And he was a star of uh, the Best Golf Channel. Yes. Yes. We need to bring that back. Which I'm actually bringing... really bummed that uh, we haven't filmed in like eight months. Well, we can. We're it's gonna, coming. We're gonna start filming soon because every, every, people keep asking about it. It's so crazy that that's the one thing people will always <laughs> like message about. Like, yo, when's BGC coming back? <laughs> yeah, people love that shit. I, I didn't know people liked it a lot because we we actually go out, Brett, and people would come up to us, but yo, love your fucking golf channel. I'm like, been what? There before, yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, dude. We we were going low. Yeah, yeah. We were super low, but the thing is, Brett. Brett, that is your name, right? We would we were for the first like few episodes we're getting fucked up at like seven in the morning. I remember. It was Honestly, lot. it was the best thing in the world. Yeah, I felt alive. I'm not gonna lie. When we'd have those early morning drive outs, totally, just blaring music. Yeah, yeah, blaring Sunreal. Just it just felt right. I would love for you guys to pick up that channel. I'd we'll pick bring that it back. Channel back up. You can come out with us, be a guest. I'll, I'll come watch too. I'm not a big like putter. I'm a driver, not a putter. Okay. No, Brett actually yeah. has a decent drive. Yeah. You know he does surprisingly like, yeah. he, like, yeah. decent, cause he went you, you golfed with us uh, recently at the part, part 3 around the corner I'd really, um, yeah we, we probably like 8, yeah. eight or 9 times you were, the part you were three. driving the par 3 he was I, driving I, the part I, 3 fuck yeah, yeah. I was driving he, yeah. he actually got some balls on the green on the, when we were hitting uh, Weddington hell yeah, yeah. it's fun just it's the greatest feeling in the world and like, I just pick up my ball and I don't finish the putt cause I'm like that's all just count automatic two putt I'm like that's what I wanted to do Right. we don't need to like it's like we golf you yes. can't play. You just get the automatic. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, dude. So he, um, you're looking, you're looking pretty buff lately. Thanks, dude. You on this new diet? Appreciate that. Yeah, new, like, uh, little lifestyle change. I'm about a month and a half into it. How is that? Like, tell um, us about it. Honestly, it's the most painful yet rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. It feels so good to to see your body transform and like actually 
be able to notice results. Um, and I don't know why ever since I was young, I've just always liked before and afters. Just seeing yeah, a before, yeah. like whether it's a, a house renovation, a body transformation, whatever yeah. it is, I just like seeing like the side by side change. Yeah. Like your brain clicks. Yeah, it's so it's so cool to me. Um, so when I was seeing like a, a before and after of where I am right now and where I started, um, it just you're like the the work I'm putting in is worth it. It's like a delayed gratification. Totally, yeah. It's like you know? not it's like not the instant gratification which people chase. Yeah, right. It's it's the the whole thing it's the, the yeah. macro not the micro exactly so because you, you haven't been drinking it all right yeah i'm like two months sober damn you are that's yeah. really impressive to the other side yeah i know you like it i hate it oh. <laughs> sorry yeah, me too i hate you're it you're not california sober are you what no what's that it's like like where people say they're sober but they're still like, doing like blow and heroin <laughs> 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 no I'm, I'm blowing heroin free too yeah um, that's really impressive I don't smoke weed or anything like that we do high episodes yeah um for our patreon yeah, but that's yeah. you know that's for work once a month yes yeah, for yeah. work so you'd be going to the gym early in the morning right <laughs> yeah so every day i'm up at like 6 45 nice. gym at eight see now you're not wasting your life dude it feels amazing yeah just to get I up get that. the day started and uh i started at 195 right now i'm 177 damn wow that's fucking awesome do you, yeah. have, do you have any advice for people listening that like we're in your position uh honestly the biggest thing is like just don't get discouraged it it sucks you can look at me when you say this because he's really in good shape <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i was gonna look at you people that need it. advice it's all about the consistency and just pushing your body to do things you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one thing I've really learned this entire time is uh, learning to love things that I hated. Yeah. And like reprogramming my brain. Yes. I used to eat for pleasure. It would always just be like, okay, it's time for lunch. It's time for dinner. What am I craving? What do I want to taste right now? I feel that. And right. that's how I would go about my meals. I'd yeah. just be like, I'm, hmm, I want to taste a burger right now. And then I would just get a burger. Um, but eating to actually like get nutrients your body. and feed my body what it needs to to run uh, is totally different. So now I I just eat to feed myself. Wow! And it's it's a really weird switch that happened. Totally. I think for me, at least, like I know I've listened to a couple of podcasts. This guy Ron Huberman, he's a neuroscientist at stanford okay and he basically gives free lectures on his podcast and it's like Damn. fucking it's so nice yeah there's so much good shit like, out there dude, to yeah. really get motivated get information yeah exactly i'm probably not the best motivational speaker <laughs> um get but but i hope people are encouraged because like I've, I've struggled with my weight my entire life i've been up and down i've um it's something that's like really bothered me so uh -huh. it feels good to finally like take control and be in charge of myself you you kind of were on a diet like a few years ago right yeah you went pescatarian yeah and then and then kind of like you, you, I guess you let it go a little bit and just started like getting, like eating whatever you wanted after. Yeah. My biggest night. thing is like, I'll get on like a health kick and yeah. I'll do it for like a couple months, feel really good. And then I go on vacation to go see my family and then, and it's fucking barbecue pulled pork. Yeah. Three times a day and I'll just eat like shit. I won't go to the gym. And then it's so hard to get back into the routine um, when I'll get back to LA totally. and just trying to stay consistent, like even if you are on vacation, just get up, stay in that yeah. that routine every morning, um, and do some sort of workout because we'll go for a walk. It, it is tough to yeah. really get back into it. Yeah, I think structure, like I mean, for him too, like you know, like structure is so, like so important. Yeah, yeah I mean that's like, like that goes for anything. Like 
we both we, in very different ways because our jobs are both very different like mm-hmm. we both hold each other accountable to like wake up super early every day for me like i don't work out a lot but i i eat super healthy i don't Good. drink alcohol i um you know i listen to my body when it comes to food so for mm-hmm. me like whenever i eat gluten or dairy or even processed sugars i'll get a lot of inflammation in my body right and from cutting those foods out over the last like six to eight years like i used to have severe psoriasis and eczema all over my body wow. and for the most part like sometimes you get little flare-ups like it's all gone away and i used to just from just from diet just from diet and like i used to wake up three four times a night and have horrible dark circles under my eyes and wake up with like a piercing migraine and the second i cut dairy out of my diet that all went yeah, away. it's crazy, and, and everybody's everybody's body is different too. Like we went to a nutritionist, and some people react differently to certain foods. And being mm-hmm. able to know, you know, what works and what doesn't work for you, I think, is really important because some people, you know, can run off of carbs and they have mm-hmm. a better digestion for that. Yeah, um, and then some people just can't. Yeah, a friend of ours, you know, Griff, he said that, you know, he's been having health issues for years and like inflammation, ho- mm-hmm. like horrible. It was like affecting his writing, his singing, everything because uh, he's a songwriter and he cut tomatoes out of his eye. Just really? tomatoes. And nightshades. Is that what it is? Tom Brady doesn't eat nightshades. Is that what it is? What's nightshades? A nightshade is a tomato. Uh, I forget what else is a nightshade, but basically nightshades, they are inflammatory. Interesting. So Tom Brady, yeah. uh, let's get back to Griff, but Tom yeah. Brady is on like a really strict diet and eats like certain things, like a lot of berries and nuts, but he doesn't eat any tomatoes, a lot of avocados, like superfoods, yeah. like fats, fatty acids, like no, cool. Yeah. You know, he doesn't lift either. No, yeah. Straight bands. I know. Yeah. All really? bands. Yeah. And he gets like crazy massages too. He does a fascia therapy. Fascia, yeah. We, so we go to Don, I was telling you about Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fascia, he's a rolfing fascia therapist and yeah. like he fixed my sciatica. And that's like, what Tom Brady does. Yeah. Wow. So it's all about diet and like, uh, you know, soft tissue therapy. It's yes. crazy. So you're saying about Griff, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying Griff, Griff was telling me yesterday we got lunch he's like the amount of process like his life has become uh, exponentially better since he cut out tomatoes it's yeah, crazy damn. like and he said he accidentally ate tomatoes one time since he's cut them out and he was violently ill and i was like that is that's, that's wild nice, yeah. like one food can do that i mean it's just an allergy or uh-huh. inflammation but it's really i mean for me it's been gluten and dairy but yeah the body's so crazy. different like even for also for me like i, I noticed i used, would eat like a lot of red meat mm-hmm. and i'd be so slow the whole week and so then I cut red meat down to like once a week. Wow. And I feel so much better. Not as full and like not like not as like shitty. You know what feels uh like really doesn't do well with me? Um, not like digestion wise, I don't feel funny. Um, but if I eat pork for dinner, Ooh. I have the most insane nightmares you could ever imagine. Yeah. I can tell you why. I don't you know why? I have a theory. I mean it's my it's a theory that I believe to be true. It's the fact that the way they're murdered and slaughtered. I think they're some of the smartest animals. Yeah. They, you know, if you're if you're stressed out, you know, your blood level goes up, your anxiety goes up. Like the effects that stress and anxiety can have on your body creates like tox more toxins in your body. So if you're, you know, on a biological level, like, and I've researched this, like if you're getting slaughtered as an animal in your most stressed out point and you're releasing all these toxins sense. in your body, it's those one that like, on a biological level, I think that gets you know, mm-hmm. moved on to whoever's consuming it. And then but then I think on a spiritual level, yeah. like you're taking on that negative energy. Right. <clears throat> and if you're taking on negative energy, like you, you're going to feel negative. Oh. And I think that pork is, is like one of those things where it's like, if it's not done right, it can really fuck you. You know what else is really interesting too? Um, veal. 
<clears throat> well, veal is oh my veal's god, horrible, dude. Right? That's so sad. Um, we all go vegan after this. <laughs> know, honestly, I wish I was. Like, I really, really wish I was. Yeah. It's just, I know. It, it is very difficult to go vegan because the options are just, yeah. yeah like ideally i would love to um it's just really tough right now um but i was going to say about uh pork uh cannibals have said that oh, human taste <sighs> literally identical to pork which is so fucking bizarre Jesus. yeah that, yeah i've heard that <laughs> that's disgusting like we just had pork. the plane crash in the app uh the mountains appalachia Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains, uh-huh. where they had to beat can- they had to cannibalize each other. They said, oh. it t- "Yeah, it tastes like what the fuck." I heard that. That is maybe insane. maybe that has something to do with it too. Like, dude, I don't. Know. I think I think their DNA is like super close to ours as well. My I dad used to have a pig as a pet when he was a kid. Oh, no, yeah, it's, I, I try to stay away from bacon. I really try to stay away from bacon. Turkey bacon is just as good. Turkey, yeah, we we yeah. were at a Korean barbecue the other day, and uh, KBBQ. It's, it's amazing. We went to an amazing place, but dude, I had some meat, and right away my stomach dropped. I went into the bathroom. I had diarrhea. I got home. I had diarrhea <laughs> two more times. Really? Bro, it was fucking gnarly. My stomach hurt so bad. Like I never want to eat KBBQ again. Like and I love, I love Korean barbecue. Love I'm gonna it. be honest. But now I don't, I don't like the experience. You don't? I don't know. I, if, <laughs> what? If I'm going out to eat, I want it cooked in the back and then brought out. Okay. To <laughs> I don't want a little fucking shitty furnace on my table and then I gotta slap one fucking slice of meat on top of it and then so wait there for it to cook <laughs> and i get it i get the whole experience i understand why people like it to me i'd rather stay at home if i'm gonna cook it you made benny hunter right benny fucking hunter benny, benny fucking hunter. hey bocce chain restaurant that shit okay cooking in front like that's a show <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. I, i'm a sucker for benny hunter benny, yeah. he oh loves but then you like the jet blue dinners <laughs> What's wrong with JetBlue dinners? <laughs> it's just like, how do, who doesn't like Benihana? But then they're like, are no, he obsessed likes, with JetBlue. He yes. likes Benihana. He doesn't I, like the current cream I'm barbecue. not obsessed with the okay. meals they cook on JetBlue. I think they're, <laughs> well, I think they're good quality for being <laughs> microwave yo, on a Nat, plane. Bro, Natalie gives me the same shit. When we first sit first class, I'm like, and she wants to eat before the airport or at the airport before the flight. I'm like, Bitch, I'm not this shit's included. I'm not, in the- gonna, I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna waste my meal on right. the plane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy and pay my for meal. Something beforehand. Yes, it doesn't make any exactly. sense. Exactly. You have a first class it's meal included in your ticket. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna get fucked up off wine. I'm gonna watch Titanic. Take advantage of the free drinks. Yes, free drinks. Oh, but bring me a wine. Oh man, Heath and I and Zane, we, we would, would put them back. We did the views tour, so we flew first class everywhere. Yeah, like back to back to back. Me, Heath, Z- me, Heath, Zane, and Scott would get so fucked up on planes. It would be Jason and David like trying to control us, and like we'd almost get kicked off planes at times. Like we, did we were get kicked off. Of a we plane. did get kicked off a plane, but it wasn't because we were alcoholics or we were crazy. It was because Jason walked on as an inmate. Yeah, and handcuffs. Oh, it, was, it was a big scene. Yeah, it was a but big thing. Todd and I are such hypocrites because we were kind of making fun of you guys for making fun of us. No, they're mosaic members. No, we were like slightly like laughing about it, and then we get to like we had a, we had this American <laughs> Airlines deal where they flew us to Miami, right? And we get to the airport, and we go to the club, and. And Tana like, oh my god, this is amazing. We had, we ate everything. We were freaking uh-huh. out. We got on the plane. They served us food. We we're looking at each other. We're like, you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, now. We were like such uh, hypocrites, freaking out like how good it was. Like I, I don't think like I am not a bougie person like at all. But for <laughs> some reason now, That's too Porsches. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I'm kidding. I know. I know. There's things that I do enjoy I know, that I'm willing to spend money on. Cars yeah. has been a passion and like my favorite thing ever since I was a child. So I don't yeah. mind spending money on. A toy like that. I know, I know. I'm you know? Kidding. No, I get what you're saying. It is funny. He's got two Porsches. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't, 
I'm not like gonna go spend thousands on like Chanel or Dior or right. some stuff like that. Just um, Rolex. I'm just kidding. I was but, fucked up. I, I was kidding. fucked up, Todd. There's such a difference that like that's a collectible. Yeah, yeah right. I know. And, and you're gonna make double, money. It's doubled in value exactly. since I bought it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there is stuff that's you know worth spending extra on. Um, but yeah, flights. I I never really understood the whole first class thing until I did it. We got treated for it like a bunch of times. Yeah. And when I do fly, I'll 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 treat myself because you get to like sleep. I can actually like sleep yeah. and, and you make it a moment too. It's like, and that sounds so stupid, but like when you get like a little like first class, especially the friend, yeah. it's like, it's, this just sounds so fucking ridiculous, but it's like really like, you're like so excited about it. Yeah. I re- every time I'll, I'll fall asleep and then like they wake you up at the end. They're like, uh, Mr. Husson, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's time to wake up. We're about to land. I'm like, I just want to stay long. I know. I want to say, I wish the flight I've was never three hours felt longer. that before. Yes. Like usually I'm like, get me off this damn plane. You just want to yeah. stay. You want the flight to be three more hours. Like you're like when when's dessert, bro? Yeah, LA to New York, JetBlue, they'll wake you up and they they have like a little like green juice, a really delicious green juice waiting for you. And you're like your throat's a little like dry, a little parched. You're right. kind of like you you don't know where you are really. You chug that green juice and you're back in. You're it. back. You're in the fight. Yeah, yeah. it's well, amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You know uh, Reed Hastings, CEO of Netflix? Uh, I don't know the name, but I know. Okay, so he has a really interesting theory on this, um, or philosophy, on flying first class. And I'm sure at this point he's always flying first class, but I think it applies more to like his employees too. And he's like, if flying first class is going to help create more value for you, right. then always do it. So for example, like if his employees like have an 8 a.m. meeting and they have to take a red eye, mm-hmm. and he's like, I need you to be at that meeting and be on the top of your game, get a flatbed and fly first class yeah. he's like but if your entire department's going out to a conference you're going to be there for a week and you're flying at 4 p.m right. in the afternoon go in comfort you can survive comfort totally. right you'll be okay answer your emails you'll sit in the chair you'd be sitting in a chair anyway fly comfort you'll be fine and your productivity won't go down at all yeah so i try to think about that for myself as well where i'm like if the, like if if i think that the value that it provides me if i by spending an extra few hundred bucks saves me or and you're well me. rested to go do yeah. whatever you got to do also it's, too yeah. like i started flying like the last uh two years i've been doing like first class yeah um and also it had to do with like the pandemic right like i don't want to be tucked in like a tight little seat like around you know you know what i mean yeah like jeff you get like a pod you get your own thing and you just feel like okay like i'm good right 
you know? Yeah, if anything goes wrong, you too, just like you're just, first. I'm just <laughs> Get the important people off this plane. Get the first class parachute. Leave the rest in the back. Seal it off. Dude, I was talking to Ilya the other day though, and he was like, you know, before every flight, I watch videos on flights crashing. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could possibly do. I was like, do. why would you do that? He's like, I like to know where people are sitting when they die. Well, and I was like, oh my God. I was like, but it's kind of dark. I've, I was like, I've done that too, but it's, not like before I get on the flight. It's really bad karma, but also yeah. I have a similar, like when, I, when I'm on a plane, I look around I'm like where are my exits? Where are all my exits? Like I fucking list them off. One, two, three, four, five. I think about how impossible it is to get off the plane. Because if shit was going down, everybody's just mass chaos. Yeah. But you're not getting through. Hmm. You're not. Would you bend if if the plane was going down and they tell you to lean forward, would you lean forward? And and cover my head? Yeah. No. Yeah, I either. think that's like there's like a conspiracy <laughs> about that. Like they, yeah. they tell you to like put your head like so you between die. your knees and then pull your neck like this. So on impact it slams you forward and you snap your neck instantly. Oh my god. That way you don't survive and you can't sue. That's crazy. I don't think there'd be any survivors in the first um, place. My grandmother crash. got in yeah. big trouble. Happened. Was, my grandmother got in big trouble once on a flight because um, like midair there was condensation that looked uh -huh. like smoke, and she got up and started screaming fire on the plane. <laughs> oh my god! And caused like mass panic, and everyone stood up on the plane and was like screaming and crying. <laughs> and fire! And everyone saw like the like little bit of condensation. And oh smoke. my god! Like on uh, what was it? The Virgin flights. Uh, used to have like that kind of pinkish blue yeah, light yeah, yeah. and uh, you would see the s yeah. like the mist up top um, people would think it was it, smoke it kind of does look like smoke oh my god so that was what she did and then uh, she almost got arrested and instead they sent her to, to like a special educational school <laughs> where she had this like, is fire this is not <laughs> yeah like learn behavior look at these on a two plane. pictures yeah. this is fire this is not she's not that's a Jewish I, grandmother for you though I was at your dad's side or mom's side we're both of them she was I'm, just, I'm, I'm she was just trying to help it was my dad's side I, I was on a flight home one time and this lady was so fucked up I think she was on pills and she's drinking she lit up a cig yeah you told me that that's yeah, insane yeah. I saw someone nuts. lit up a cig on a plane and no one stopped him yeah how do people get away with this no one said anything it's a felony it's literally a felony and he was in his chair and people were giggling let me get some <laughs> Yeah, I wish I was born in the days where you could smoke on planes, like where that was a thing. And they just bring yeah. you like an ashtray and you just... Or just when it was normal to smoke. That, I, I wouldn't need to fly first class. If, <laughs> give me a fucking ashtray. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for a bourbon, whatever too, but I would... Two packs. Yeah. <laughs> go to Florida. It would make you smoke cigarettes. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I would start smoking again if they allowed smoking on planes. Two packs. When, you, when did you quit smoking cigarettes? Um, a few years ago, right? Maybe like three plus years ago. <laughs> what made you guys start a coffee company? Honestly, coffee has just been such a big part of like our lives and our content and everything we have. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. We just ride around, try different coffees. And I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the original coffee talk was with you and I. Really? We would go to. I, th I think I went. To oh well, we found K's. K's. We found K's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We found we K's. Found that. Um, so K's was the the donut and coffee shop yeah. that they go to in their videos. But Heath and I went there first. And then I said, "Fuck Todd," and was like, "Zane, yeah. you gotta try this." Spot. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and then they did coffee talk. Were you jealous at all? No, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> he sounds a little better. He does. Um, <laughs> fuck. But yeah, we just love coffee, and Zane didn't even know fucking how to make coffee before. 
If you ask Zane to make a cup of coffee without a pod, he um uh so I put the filter. So scoops. So wait, the water goes in the top. Then wait, what? Which one would you make? Um, but yeah, and then we just, uh, we would go try different coffees and then everybody would come and be like, oh my God, I just tried that one because of you guys. And we just wanted to create our own coffee that was like our personal favorite. So people could have that same feeling of trying the same coffee as us and being like a part of the coffee talk community. Anyway, so Heath had his truck and they did this big uh, meetup at the park where we live by, um, in Studio City, bro so many fucking people showed up to their meetup and it wasn't supposed to be like some huge we, thing right we literally went and bought coffees from uh case yeah we bought coffee and donuts for people and we had posted about it the morning of we're like hey we're gonna be here in like an hour if anybody wants to come and have coffee with us so we ordered <laughs> i'm not even joking i think like maybe 30 to 50 coffees and like a few dozen donuts yeah. i was like this should do it <laughs> We get there and the whole fucking street is lined with people. I jumped the curb, drove my truck into the middle of this field because there were so many people and it was a mob. Like it, there had to have been like 1500 people. Yeah. No way. It was fucking nuts. But we passed out like 30 coffees and I was like, that, that's it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I did not expect were people their... booing. No, they were just like excited <laughs> because it was like our only meetup Zane and I have ever done. Wow. Like people were surrounding his truck. I wasn't there. I've only seen videos of it. And then they, fucking... they started rocking it and they flipped it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we talk about this a lot that like when I first became friends with you guys, I just didn't understand like the gravity of your fan bases. Gravity. And there was there was a moment where I saw uh, I saw everyone was in New York uh-huh. and like David like looks his head out the window and the inside <laughs> there's like ten like ten thousand people in the block. And I just remember thinking I'm like what the fuck i've yeah because i'm like i've worked with artists like on, on the music side for years i've never seen that kind of like fan engagement that you guys have it's insane appreciate that it's kind of like when you were saying the whole like him poking his head out it's like uh that episode of spongebob with the talent show where he like sticks his head out the curtain and he's like mopping and everyone's <laughs> like yeah <laughs> everybody goes crazy that's what i, I don't know my brain's right. weird that's what <laughs> no, yeah. i didn't see that too that's what popped up spongebob everything what's, what's everything this? revolves around spongebob in my head They're, what's the song from episode the first episode when he's like throwing the burgers out and the song living in the sunlight loving in the moonlight <laughs> yeah, yeah. wonderful time yes um who is that T- tiny tim tiny tim yeah yeah it's great such a good song tiny yeah. tim I know what I like this, and I like him how I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Man. You know, Heath has a really good voice. I know. He could be a rock star. I mean, you are a rock star, but he could be like, I remember one time I went to Vegas, and we're doing karaoke, and he's singing Red Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like, damn, he kind of sounds like fucking uh, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis, Thanks, yeah. We've actually done a whole, out, we're at song eight of 11 now that we've done together for your album. Uh, yeah, it's actually almost done. We're probably gonna release what? Uh, probably like one single in a May first. What's it gonna yeah. be called? Silverado. Silverado. Oh, yeah. my daddy said that truck. Yeah, Chevy Silverado. That's quick. That's, that's that good. Silverado. <laughs> you should make music. I know. I wish. It's just it. It, it is a lot of, uh, a lot of time. time and effort, and yeah. I respect artists because that's something you have to be one hundred percent committed to. You can't half-ass a music mm-hmm. career, and they spend a year, if not more, We're sitting there that. writing, recording yeah, yeah. every single day, making 
dozens and dozens of songs and then we'll narrow it down to like a favorite eight it's crazy like, um i think my friend of mine was telling me that imagine dragons for this last album wrote over 350 songs that they it's made crazy. on crazy the they yeah. choose what like 12 15 yeah like i'm fucking nuts crazy. imagine That's you nuts. recording 300 podcast episodes and then only releasing 11 of them that's crazy <laughs> i I'm, yeah that's how they do it. and it takes eight hours to write a song like like for put, to write just to have the idea yeah. out. yeah so like i have friends who have written probably over the last five years like 1500 songs and maybe 50 of them have been released that's incredible like, like i'm sitting yeah. i'm sitting on four or five songs like i've, I've been sitting on them for a while four and <laughs> five written five put out <laughs> no i'm not gonna i'm gonna put them all out i'm not yeah. gonna fucking yeah yeah people gotta see it you gotta put it out somewhere yeah yeah, uh, but crazy. I do I do love music yeah um, and making it but who's your favorite uh, like who's your favorite like old school country artist ooh that's mm. a good question maybe like Randy Travis or I love Travis Tritt Travis Tritt anybody with Travis in their name on yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I love Toby Keith okay cool yeah I love 90s country yeah yeah I hear you do you like Bush I prefer shave, but nice. we, were just talking, um, we were just talking about Bush earlier. So here I'm like back, I'm like back and forth on it. We actually have some right here for you. <laughs> oh, you were actually I thought you were talking about the band Bush. <laughs> That's what I was like shaved. You were talking about Bush Bush. Yeah, we were actually talking about Bush. This is a little more animated Bush, but you can wow. see the Bush right here. It's animated Bush. I respect it. Hey, don't don't ruin don't ruin the magazine. Oh, sorry. Are those from my house? <laughs> I got a bunch of. Are you stealing my fucking Playboys? You didn't give me a gift bag. I gotta take what I can get. I wanted the one pot at a time, one bag at a time. No, he said that's my birthday present. That'd be so funny if he took that from your house and gifted it to me. No, I went to an antique like magazine store. So fun. Bought like a bunch of this stuff, and then I got some for Todd for his birthday. Trying to go off the internet with it. I get you. Yeah, exactly. You know, go with a classic, old school. Have you ever done it to a magazine? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so when I was yeah, absolutely. When I was thirteen, your mom's cosmos. My dad uh, used to travel the world, uh, buying and selling watches like Panerai. Yeah, must be nice. And he used to go to like Germany, Japan, like all these really cool places. And from every place you'd go, like you would get each kid like a souvenir. Uh huh. And he would get me a porn magazine from that country, like. <laughs> And it would bring it back to me. And like these, I would collect them. And I thought they were Did so you, cool. Your mom knew about this? My mom knew, yeah. Which, I mean, she didn't care. She thought it was like, it's like a little bonding experience with me my dad had. And you were 13, you said? How old? Like probably like 12, 13, 14. <laughs> oh and I was God. so excited. Do you remember your first Here, one son, <laughs> jerk off to this. My, when my dad would get back, he'd be like, like wink at me and give me a bag and they would be out unwrap it. I was so excited. The J Japanese ones were my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, we, my parents got a cleaning lady to come to the house. She threw them away? And she comes into my room at, while I'm at school. And you she, got busted. She finds all of them. And she apparently she screamed, threw them all out, and then told on me to my parents. When she told on me to my parents, my dad was like, no, no, like those are collectibles, those are antiques. And he was so upset. He like told me when I came from school, he's like, I have something really sad. I have something. And they were gone like they weren't in the she trash. She threw them out, oh, I couldn't find them. And my dad like apologized. <laughs> my dad felt so Your bad. Your dad apologized. <laughs> he felt so bad that this cleaning lady threw out the uh, old, those, those magazines, so. Damn. Anyway. So now Brett's starting it back up with me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm building my collection. the tradition? Yeah. <laughs> building my I think collection that's great. back up. But it was pretty cool. Good dad. 
Whereas, whereas, I like, can't even put my like. I can't imagine like <laughs> your dad doing your that? sport. <laughs> Have a good really <laughs> for me. You guys been watching any good podcasts lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good boys. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching Jeff FM and the views. I'm there you go. <laughs> we don't even vlog anymore. I post the first vlog in a year, and it was me building a picnic table for a squirrel. <laughs> That's what I'm, that's someone, what my career has come to. Someone said yeah. that the other day. <laughs> oh, he he can't come to this. He's busy. He's building a bench for a squirrel. <laughs> Dude, interests change. Okay. Yeah. I, I would have helped you build that thing. That sounds fun. It was, dude. dude. It was a great fucking time. Yeah. So what's up with that? So you. You and Mariah, we befriended uh, wild squirrels. You should okay? film and that. It was, it was six months of training them in tedious. You see what you did, Ethan? <laughs> you turned me into a squirrel person. They're, I'm that crazy squirrel guy now. They're actually, <laughs> they're actually ninja squirrels, yeah. and they're gonna come over and kick your ass. <laughs> but yeah, they, I just I got them to come into like our like deck area and then I'd toss nuts to them <laughs> and then they would get a little closer and then it weeks and weeks and weeks would like went by and then I got it to where they would eat it from my hand and then they would come into the house no way and then they were running around in the kitchen and then they were jumping up on the furniture and like would run across the couch and I'd have him sit here and feed him and then he'd just hang out um, and I was like you know what they've brought me so much joy and helped me through a lot I was like, I gotta give back. I gotta make them something special. So what'd you make them? I built a miniature picnic bench and <laughs> there was a tablecloth on it. There's a dish, there's a Bible, charcuterie board, uh, basket of fruits and vegetables. And Mariah made a, a handmade tufted seat <laughs> uh, cushion for the bench <laughs> oh for them to sit God. on it's really fucking special do they sit down on it yes are you fucking kidding me dude uh bingo uh bingo's the really sweet one and what do you name them yeah bingo and chooch oh my god so it's uh, look at how freaking this is the table <laughs> oh my god can you text that to us so we can yeah like, show absolutely it? i'll send you all of them i got six hours of footage wait so they actually just sit on the... oh my god and so every day do you put nuts in the bowl? Every single day. Oh my God, they're so cute. That I don't want to leave my house anymore. That's insane. I, I have it. children. I have I have two people to claim all my taxes yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, you do. I have Chooch yeah. and Bingo. That's funny. That's really nice. I bet that's like really, really like actually helps with your mental. It does. It's like, state, right? it's, like a, yeah. it's like a part-time dog. Totally. It's no like a, responsibility. It's like, it's like a wild cat. You know, like how people have those cats yeah. that are like coming out of the house. Yeah, Do they come back at a certain time every day, or uh -huh. like random? Yeah, they're uh, they're breakfast and dinner type people. <laughs> you go when when it's time to come in. Do you chooch bingo bingo? Yeah, ring a little bell. Yeah. Yeah. Do they know their names? Uh, bingo does. Really? Yeah. Like what he'll the like fuck? respond when he says name. It's special. You guys got to see it. Like going back to what we were saying about the, I fed like, him the, from my mouth. I saw that. Way. I, how did I see it? But we were saying about like the pigs and stuff. I hit my calorie goal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, like we were saying about like the pigs being so intellectual and then like just makes you realize like just because dogs and cats are what are domesticated doesn't mm -hmm. mean that all animals aren't fucking so smart. Totally. Yeah. It's wild. We don't think about that. It's crazy. Befriending and getting a wild animal to trust you, gaining their trust yes. is the most incredible feeling in the world i, I couldn't know. imagine being like 
around in like old Western times yeah. and you would you would like lasso a horse <laughs> and then get on it bareback and then teach <laughs> it to ride and do what you want. Imagine breaking a horse. Insane. Wow. The balls you gotta have first yeah. of all to just jump on the back of a fucking horse yeah. and just <laughs> and fight. That is crazy to me. People did this shit. They still do it. Break a horse, but it's a little different. Yeah, we'll say. No, and we, we just yeah. walk to Starbucks yeah, yeah. and, and get a like, coffee. You know, we can't what I mean? make a coffee for us, for ourselves. We are so lazy as a society. <laughs> it's disgusting. Imagine if we had to go hunt and provide. We'd probably be making TikToks about it, about hunting. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine that. Yeah, we'd be fucked. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of us would be so fucked. If the grocery store was just like, yo, guys, sorry, we're, we're, shut out, of, down. we're out of meats and vegetables. Heath, what was a, a, sponge, so a SpongeBob was your go-to? Yeah. Like, I will talk about SpongeBob, whatever you want to do. You know that my bed sheets until I was like... 16 on my Spongebob mattress. Yeah, my Spongebob sheets, Spongebob pillows. So you were obsessed too. I was obsessed with Spongebob. Nice. Spongebob was a very adult show. It was. And like watching it now as you're older, there's jokes you didn't catch before. And you're like, okay, this is really clever. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. And it's for anyone at any time at all. Dark near in the deep blue sea. Who was the writer for Spongebob? What was He passed his away. Name? He just oh, recently so passed sad. away a couple years ago. From right? Stephen Hillsburg. Stephen Hillsburg. Fuck. So sad. Yeah, it was such a good show. So Spongebob, SpongeBob was great to go to. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, memorabilia, pillows, yeah, amazing. trinkets, keychains, the whole nine. Yeah. Also, wow. to you, uh, I, I quote a lot of movies, but so do you. So you're a big, yeah. big, big movie person. For some reason, they just stick into my head. Yeah. What was your favorite movie growing up? Favorite movie growing up. Um, so tough. It is tough. I mean, School like, of Rock. School of Rock. Whoa, great movie. Yeah. Jack Black. Oh, I can see you being a big Jack Black guy. I love Jack Black. Jack wow. Black is so fucking good. So talented. He's Dude, great. I saw him on stage one time. He came up randomly and just was on. Like, 100%. Yeah. He was so funny. Yeah, he's he's really talented. Yeah, I and saw he's, He's in a band. An incredible musician. Yeah, Tenacious what was his D. band? Attention. Yeah, I saw them at um, the Shrine. Really? With really? You saw them live? Yeah, with Darren. My Sick. Friend. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. That damn. But yeah, damn school rock. Brad, have I ever told you the stories uh, when Heath and I, we all moved into the Denny houses, what, the street we, we lived on? Mm -hmm. Heath, Zane, and Scott, and myself, we'd go to this bar called Busby's. I mean, that was when you lived at the apartment, yeah. too. Busby's we was so fun. And then Heath and I would come home. Um, we know we would hang, we'd hang out in the backyard and just fucking talk. We would hang about, like, and just keep drinking until like six in the morning. Wow! And just talk about nothing. <laughs> but it was, and then the hot tub. Yeah, we'd end up in we'd the hot get tub. In the hot tub, dude. For some reason, just four dudes naked. <laughs> naked? Just just because. <laughs> you get ass naked. You know that new bro bond. Yeah, bro. We when you, you you like you know they're your boy for life, and when it's still fresh. Them? Yeah, and I love like, that feeling. I, I want you to see me naked. Naked. We get in the pool yeah. naked, oh. and we play chicken naked. <laughs> no way. I swear to God. I swear Are you to fucking with me? No, no, I swear to God. Dude. It was you two and, and I was Zane on top of Zane and, and Scott. I was on top of Scott. <laughs> Dude, we, we got the no. we got the better end of that deal. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times it was us four in the pool naked playing chicken, <laughs> naked. Just just guys being dudes. Oh, oh. 
That sounds fun. <laughs> you, want, you want to play later with us? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we did it. I feel like that maybe just be, it was one of those things where you had to be there and it felt manual. Yeah. Yeah. Like also, when you explain it, it's, it's like, it feels a little weird. Also, but too, I know in the moment we're like, <laughs> should we really do this? Yeah. And it, <laughs> we definitely saw that it was weird. It wasn't just like, let's yeah. do it. We're crazy. We're and like, like oblivious. It was, it, and then there was like also like a, like a discussion about who's going on top. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't just like, in a matter of seconds. It was kind of like, this is pretty fucking weird. Yeah. I don't want to be on the bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, Holy I don't fuck. know if we rock, paper, scissored for the position. Well, I don't even know who won playing chicken. I don't think it mattered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we all won. Except for Zane and Scott. Yeah. Because um, they were the water. It was, it's mostly for the story. You know, just to be like, yeah, we, we played naked chicken with the yeah. boys. Yeah. Just to be able to say it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I I do agree that like that feeling of making a, a new friend, like yeah, when you meet like I remember like when I first met you guys a few years ago, and it's like holy shit, I just met like found amongst all these people in LA, I just met people. That I, I just made with. a friend. Like that feels so good. Making I'm a friend is so friend. so like, good. Yeah, like, and I always like sit back. I'm like, am I gonna be able to make some like new friends soon? Like not not in a bad like just like oh like I wonder if I'll be able to do it again. And then like like Todd introduced me to Armin last year, and also and I'm like I just met another like oh and I got another friend for life now, and it feels another so good. Tally mark. Sorry, sorry. I'll give you some. I'll give you some knuckles to my friends. Tally mark. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like we're, all, we're all like, really close friends. Yeah, and like despite you know what some people might say we're all like like very close this shit was built on friendship on friendship we're all like we all hang out and live together i'll say this from like the outside coming in to this friend group like and again coming in with like not knowing anything like i was so like so excited to have like a friend group of people who were all like passionate right stoked and like creative and just fun to like fun to be around in all their own ways and i was like wow this is like a cool new friend group and the way like as someone with no social media following like no how we we welcomed you in with open arms yeah like david always makes a joke like dude you just kind of showed up one day and no one really knew how you got there and you didn't leave and i'm like obviously they're like there's a you know i met natalie and todd and right. became friends like with everyone it's a slow burn quick. but it is kind of funny how it kind of felt, felt like that to me too where i'm like i just showed up one day and then i never left like i just like I had this new friend group and i think uh you know a lot of people from like watching the videos might not realize like but once i i watched in reverse i started watching videos i'm like oh this I can see from the outside perspective, it might look like this is a TV show being casted. But yeah. I'm like, oh no, yeah, this is a- like a lens into a world that's. Yeah, we got really lucky with our friend group. It's, it's really, amazing. really lucky. I mean, yeah. we, we got rid of a few bad apples, you know. But that's just like what happens, you know. People kind of. <laughs> well, that's like, natural know, in any people, friend group. People come and go. Yeah. And, and then you have, you have and people that's that all right. people that talk shit, that people that do bad things, and lie, and and, and cheat and, and steal. steal, steal. Someone has stolen, and then we stop. Kind of like we don't kick them out of the friend group, right? We just distance ourselves from that person and then all of a sudden we're the bad guys well you know here's the thing like in any friend group you know you're gonna have bad apples shit happens it should happen there's gonna be disagreements there's gonna be people who date people who break up there's gonna be there's gonna be like um you've done that a few times (laughs) there's just there's a lot of layers at any friend group the problem is is when your entire life is on camera Mm-hmm. three days a week and the entire world is watching and invested in the in this one friend group that's having these levels of drama it 
then probably makes things right a lot more difficult so i could see how like that makes it seem like everything's so much more serious but i think yeah. if anything it actually just shows how real the friendships that are there are right that's my perspective i don't know giving somebody um a break from whatever they're going through if they're struggling or if they're depressed whatever it is like just an escape for like an hour to watch our podcast knowing that because like we'll see comments like i was having such a bad day and you know i got to escape and like watch this for an hour and just not think about anything else like that is so fucking cool yeah um, like learn how to like hit a golf ball yeah best golf channel i don't think you're learning how to hit from us <laughs> yeah. um but you know it's it's entertaining it's fun yeah who's, um, your, who's your favorite uh from unfiltered i'm gonna have to go with uh the the girl that the girl? sits with matt okay yeah, yeah she's yeah. great she's so funny she edits my videos oh no way yeah some of that yeah I've, yeah, quite a few videos in the, in wow. the past. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, she's friends with my sister. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's great. I realized I sent her a video yeah. and I was like in the car having like a mental breakdown. Uh huh. And I kept and I was like recording. I'm like, ah, 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 like fucking like freaking out. And you're like, holy shit. And like then afterwards, I, I watched the video back. I'm like, oh fuck. She saw like the whole like four minute like mental breakdown. I'm like, God. vulnerabilities, <laughs> baby. Damn, Just dude. opening up. It's funny because um, we're talking about Mariah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for anyone who didn't know, my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I felt a little bad because we I, I was in a group text with her and Danielle yesterday because I actually one of her friends I thought would be cool like to have on the podcast or uh -huh. whatever, and I was just like hey can you introduce us I was like you know you, you should come on too and then 10 minutes later Todd's like yo Heath you want to come on the podcast and I was like this would be so awkward and I literally was like mentioned her yesterday she should come on you're gonna be like babe I'm going on the podcast tomorrow <laughs> she got dropped real quick yeah, she got dropped so quickly um, so sorry about that no we're not she could do the next one yeah, yeah of course yeah, she yeah. should come on next yeah we're gonna split you guys up a little bit yeah, yeah. Get, get, get more get, out get of the you. most out of it yeah, exactly yeah. you got two episodes yeah. now um, but I was yeah, gonna say when we were talking about like the whole numbers thing and you know being in this um the space that we're in uh my buddy aaron sunreal mm -hmm. um he said something that stuck with me and he we were out one night and i, I told him i was like i cannot believe you're not bigger than like you are like you deserve so much more like your music is incredible you're like an incredible person he's so funny he's kind yeah um and insanely talented i was like like I, I don't get why you're not bigger than you are and he was like honestly dude people tell me that all the time but i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be he was like i'm here for a reason my numbers are what they are for a reason and yeah. i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be and that's wow. all i can ask for that's amazing I and i was like damn because told, it's so true yeah because i mean he's like if i got there quicker you know i'm who knows what would happen totally he's like but i'm just riding it and i'm where he's i'm supposed to be he's happy yeah it's so cool and like that's always stuck with Bro, me since so you said important. that because like, even like i would like tell like i've been doing like a few sketches right lately mm -hmm. putting a lot of a lot of work on the sketches and you know numbers aren't the same and the sketches yeah. obviously don't do as well as vlogs not saying like my vlogs do well and in, in, in any means but i remember i think i told you that one time and you said that exact same thing yeah. to me where you are exactly where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. which i think matters a lot and if you guys are out there and you're, you know, you're making content or whatever it is you're doing, just if you love it, just do it. You people that love it also will come. Yeah. If they don't, fuck it. Sorry. Yeah. But I feel like as long as you're true to yourself and doing what you actually enjoy, that's the most important thing in life. 
It's a good perspective. Yeah. It's finding the joy out of it. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I've, I've talked about this before on uh, my podcast, but like my whole, like I love taking pictures of cars and just mm. like scenery. Like I just, it, it makes me genuinely happy. And I started treating my Instagram like I did before yeah. I started getting a following. Yeah, yeah. Just posting what I like. Totally. Like I just like this, so I'm going to post <laughs> it. Fuck yeah. That's and it's, I know it's not going to do well, I, but I don't care anymore. I don't think about like the numbers. Fuck yeah. And it's, it's, it's honestly like freed me from like this social media jail in my head yes and just i I, i've had that before too like where it's just like it kind of like it ruins your day yeah like the social media jail it's a perfect yeah you get caught up in the numbers that like everything and you're just like you know what if people like it they like it if they don't fuck it fuck it yeah Um, this is so important to hear i think for both of us from very different perspectives and for anybody that just has like anybody that posts anything we get like a little boost of serotonin from posting yeah. something and then people like liking it and commenting it. Yeah. Comment it, on it. That shouldn't, that yeah. shouldn't alter your day. It, it got to the point where I was manipulating my own content because I knew what would do better. Yeah. And that was really wow. interesting for me to realize. Like a tweak in your brain. Yeah. I was like, I know this is going to do better if I do this. So I'm going to go yeah. after that because I you want that feeling. That number. Give me Bro, the more likes. You, you and know, then I was just like... You know, I told you. It's not me. Dude, same here. I, it's crazy. I, I caught myself doing that. And then I started reading Supernatural. I told you about <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe Dispenza. Uh-huh. Dude, where you talking about kind of like altering your like your gut and your brain and like how you, like, right. you feel and like you like perceive things. But that book really helped me. Like if I were to see something like on my phone, right, then I can like feel, I would feel that in my gut and it would trigger my brain. But now right. I'm like really kind of like taking everything back and like mm-hmm. not allowing that to affect how I feel, especially yeah. so like things online, you know. I fe- I've felt so much better since having like that, like step back and just be like. Tony, I think it's cool for you to like be talking about this because I know your journey over the last like year or so, like as, we, as we've had this conversation has been really, really difficult. And I've seen a lot of growth. And as, as you've had to come to terms with like, realizing that numbers did dictate your emotion and having to accept that because it's a hard one it's like what's the saying like half the problem is is understanding that it's there and yeah and and the fact that you were like recognize that and then we're like it's not going to be easy but i want to make that positive change in my life to become better Mm -hmm. and it sounds like you've kind of gotten to that place in your journey where you're really happy and you're joking about like how you're building benches for squirrels but that's like (laughs) right like that brought me joy to make and and i think you know yeah and i think you're you're getting closer to that i think where you've the place you found with the sketches where you're on your second sketch and when the first one came out in the numbers you you saw the numbers not being as good as a vlog Mm -hmm. you were i remember you're like it it's affecting my emotions but then yesterday the moo moo man comes out and you're so proud of it and you're like i'm not sure about the numbers i'm just so proud of what i created and i was like like i'm proud of you for just being able to release it is the the joy totally yeah not the numbers is like the joy. Bob Odenkirk, I heard it, he was on a podcast the other day and he's like, you know what I do? I just put it out there and say, fuck it. And I don't even look at it. And that's it. It's just out yep. there. And I yeah. love creating stuff and art and just putting it out there. Don't, he doesn't give a shit about like the comments and like whatever it does. And you can't, he just has fun with can't. it. Yeah. Um, and I think also the numbers has to do like, it's a, it's a correlation with income, you yeah, know, the definitely. more numbers, the more money. Yeah, yeah. And if you just like, fuck it. Like Zane and I, had i think it was like three and a half million followers on vine um people followed us on there but we had maybe thirty thousand on instagram didn't translate it didn't translate people that followed us on there were like i know i'll just get a quick laugh 
and that was it there was no there was no personality there was no connection to us as people through our vines um and i think that's why there was no like crossover right. between the platforms until and then until you started post like and then vlogs doing right? vlogs is where you could like see more of who we are and like actually get to understand us as people wow. and then people would be like you know what I like the content, but I also fuck with this person and I want, like, I like them. Yeah. Um, so that kind of has to do with music. Like I could, you know, have somebody that I'm like, oh yeah, I know they're gonna put out some music, but I, I wouldn't go see them in person. Like I don't really like- Or buy their merch or get Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, they put out good songs. I'll listen to it. Yeah. But then there's people where I'm like, yo, I would go to every single show because I like, love them. Yeah. Yes. And that's a, the difference. It's really incredible. And but you were saying and I don't know not to play devil's advocate. I mean you were saying the other day like it's interesting how podcasting doesn't translate more to social followings. Like I I don't know why what your thought like what your reasoning for thinking that was. I but. think I think in the podcast space that's where it is. Okay. That's I mean that's really and interesting. That's just where it lives. That's where it lives. That's yeah. where people that like you go yeah. because they get the most like most from you you get to have an hour conversation whatever it is and people can sit there and listen and that's where it lives that's where they go they don't need to go follow you on Instagram they don't need to like see a picture of me or something like that you know um but i feel like when it was vlogging people were liking the vlogs but they also wanted to see my relationship with mariah and my friends and this and that like there's podcasts that i listen to that i don't follow on instagram but i love what they do totally i don't need to see a picture of them but i'm there for a reason that's so in- that's which like, i think is so more important than seeing yeah. like liking a picture you know totally like, even for me a huge fan it's one of my pilots i get fucking pumped when tyler or josh post a photo on Instagram, right you know because i'm like in that culture yeah or i was at least for a while but yeah you know i would th- get the merch and everything but like another band that i would follow i wouldn't i really wouldn't give a shit about like what right. they post you know and there might be another band that you like more songs from yeah but, but for I don't, some reason it's their they how they connect with you exactly that's so fucking nice. cool yeah i love that well fuck so do what you do do what you like and people do what you do do what you like and people put out, like it put out what you like and have fun and with if it. they don't fuck them fuck it Fuck it. Fuck, fuck them all. Fuck it. And just find, I think, honestly, <laughs> find the joy in things and have good friends. Yeah, find happiness in little things. Like making a squirrel bench. Exactly. For squirrels. And yeah. befriending, befriending, befriending <laughs> a, a, a neighborhood squirrel. Why don't you befriend a squirrel? Go feed a squirrel or something. I feel like I'm like your guy's neighborhood squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you can come around. <laughs> we might not want you here. But so you know, we'll, we'll go eat with you. We'll put the bench with Someone's you. like feeding me from their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for coming. That's funny. Thanks, Thanks for, for being here. No, we love having dinner. you around. Thank you. You're the, you're the first unfiltered person. No, wait, Matt. But that was with Matt and Mike, so it was a little different. First solo unfiltered. First solo unfiltered. Thanks, man. Hell yeah, dude. Appreciate Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Brother. Everyone, go yeah, listen to Unfiltered. You, you probably already thank do. You, my man. Yeah. Go buy some Kremota coffee. Hey, And Heath does have some music out there. Uh, Popping Pussy for Santa Claus. So make sure you check yep. it out on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's one of my top hits. Uh, uh, what else? What else we got? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Go follow him on Instagram. Thanks for being here. Go like his shit. Go, like go like his photos. Yeah, photography photos. <laughs> Um, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. We love you, man. Love Thanks. you, too. All right. Hey, this is the good boys. Good boys. You have a good day. Fucker, mm-hmm. out. Cue the music. Mm-hmm.